I was not here this morning, so I was not able to make a recording for today's daf earlier. So we're going to be making one now, and I am very happy and pleased to say that I actually found there's somebody who reached out to me, some of the listeners around the world, and they um, and they asked me to learn the Lunishmas. Today was their yard site of Avram ben Yonatan Yehuda, and we're learning the Lunishmas. So, very nice. Okay. And with that, let's get started on today's daf. We're starting at daf Lamed Aleph on the second line. Rav Ashi Avad Hilula Levrei. So Rav Ashi made a party for his son. They were exceptionally rowdy. And, um, and two, um, it seemed to lack some of the proper decorum. So I see Kasa de Zugisa, he took a glass, uh, a glass cup, whatever, a glass, Chivarta, fancy glass cup, Vetavar Kamayo, and he broke it in front of them, Vaatsiva, and he caused them to be sad. And uh, this, in fact, says Tosvos, this is the basis for the midhug of breaking glass at weddings. So it's a, a kind of weird because usually that's when we break into song and dance, like we're waiting for that. But uh, like it doesn't, right? It kind of doesn't have the same, the same sense. But does whatever. It, the idea is still there. Okay. Amrulei Rabbanalei Rav Hamnuna Zuti. So um, Rav, the rabbis said to Rav Hamnuna Zuti, that's the small Rav Hamnuna, Bilula Demar Berei Deravina at the party. The wedding uh, ceremony of Mar Braid Ravina, Lishri Lan Mar. Why don't you sing us a, like a nice song? For apparently he was a singer. Samlu. So his song that he sang was Vailan Demisnan, Vailan Wisnan, which means Woe that we will all die. Woe that we will all die. And it put them all in a cheery mood. Whatever. Amrulai Anan Manani Basrach. I mean, what's the. Uh, What's going to be the chorus? Amen, amen. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What? Like like we don't even know how to respond. Summerlay, hey Torah, hey mitzvah, the Magnalon, which is basically, you know, if not for the Torah and the mitzvahs that actually protect us, you know, what do we got? So, in other words, what we're trying to say is, is that uh, what will protect us in the eventual death of all of us is that uh, we will you know, our Torah and mitzvot. So that's the, I guess, the positive spin on it, but very interesting. Anyway, I don't know if they asked him to sing again since then. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. I'm a Rav Yochanan again, but it's fitting with the theme of, of maintaining somewhat of a seriousness um, just to counterbalance. Okay, I'm Reb Yochanan, Mishum Reb Shem Echoy. Reb Yochanan says the name of Reb Shem Echoy. Also, Adam Shemalitz Chok Pibel Olmazeh. One is not allowed to have a full, a full smile in this world as we are now. Shenemar Oz Yemalitz Chok Pino. For we say, then we will uh, have our full smile. El Shonin Arina on our tongues with with song. Emasai Bizman Shiyom Reb Bagoyim Higdal Hashem Lasos Emila. When the Gentiles will recognize 
um, that God was great in what they did, with, what God did for us on our behalf of us, and then only then will there be a full smile. But until then, we really um, have to recognize that we're still in exile, and that's what the point is. Amro love al rish lakish shemiyamav lo malis chok piv palamazeh bichisham amir biyochran rabbi. Once he heard Rabbi Yochanan teach him this halacha, he never he was careful not to be. Um, to allow his mouth to smile the full smile. A little um, a mini smile is okay, but not a full smile. Okay. One is not supposed to come to davening from learning law, of Torah law, even Torah law, um, or a dvar halacha, or matter of law. You know, whatever, the, a judgment or a matter of halacha, halacha only if it's a basically a straightforward halacha. The idea being is that you don't want what you just learned to be basically occupying your whole mind before in your davening, and then you're not going to be able to concentrate on your davening. So, what are some examples of just established law that there's not going to be much further thought? Something like this. That Reb Zera says, "Dam Reb Zera benos Yisrael lechmir al atzman shalfila rose dibastam kechardo yosheves alav shivin and kiyim." This is a, a concept that we've uh, touched on in Mesachas Nida. That basically the w- women took on their own stringency. That even if they see a teeny drop of blood, they sit seven clean days. Even though that's not really not the requirement, seven days alone is all that is required. But that became the, they accepted upon themselves a stringency. Rav Amar, Rav says another example of a matter of law that is, you know, f- like straightforward. Kiyad Rav Hoshaya, like that which Rav Hoshaya uh, teaches, Dam Rav Hoshaya, Marim Adam Altuasa Machnisa B'Motzala Kedesh Tebeim Tochelas Uptor Min There is a trick that can be done with one's grain by bringing it in, still in its uh, chaff, into the house so that it was never really um, obligated yet in the Chi of Meiser and feed it to his animals. If you, once you make it available for human consumption, then you would be Chayv and Meiser, but he's feeding it to his animals, and he basically he saved himself from having to separate the tithes on that section. That's uh, another example. If you buy him a, th- a, a third example, Ravuna, that, w- that which Ravuna teaches, one who bloodlets an animal of Kachim, that blood that was bloodlet is forbidden to benefit from Umo and there's a din mi'ilo on that very same blood, because um, there is normally not a din mi'ila on the blood of an animal that was slaughtered already because the mitzvah has been done. But over here, this is bloodletting before the mitzvah has been done, so it retains, it retains its full-fledged status of kachim that uh, will have a din mi'ila if you benefit from it. What are some of the things that they would use blood for in those days? Blood... Um, it's it's a fertilizer. There's other things that they use that they have uses for. Okay, um, um, brings us to the oh. So uh, says the Gemara. Rabbanon Avdi Kimasnisin and Rav Ashi Avid Kibraisa. So it's interesting. The rabbis follow the Mishnah's advice, which is basically to 
daven out of a COVID rosh, out of seriousness. Okay, and the um, and the, the Rav Ashi followed the Bryce's um, advice of um, coming out of a dvar halacha psuka. Now, one should not come to davening out of sadness, from a place of sadness or a place of laziness, and not um, frivolity, not schmoozing, or lightheadedness, um, you know, uh, which is more or less similar to schok, joking around, nor wasteful matters. The best thing to come to davening from doing is the joy of having performed a good deed. Similarly, when you say goodbye to your friend, you don't uh, leave him with a joke or uh, you know, just plain talk or anything light or any wasteful discussion. Only from a matter of law. So the best thing to have the person, we find this in the Nevi'im Rishon, the early prophets. They always ended their words with words of praise and comfort. So Mari, the grandson of Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yirmi Bar Abba, he learned because if you leave him with a dvar lacha, so by, he'll remember who taught him the law, and that's how you will remember the person, and that's the best way to take leave of someone. He accompanied Rav Shim Barashim in Pumnara ad Beit Nisa de Babel until the uh, until the the basically the palm trees of Bavel. There was apparently a section of palm trees. Came to us and we there. Amalei Mar. So he said, <coughs> this is definitely that which people say. These um, palm trees, palm, I guess they're called groves, I don't know, I'm not sure exactly, of Babylonia is now they've been around forever, all the way from the time of Adam. Until now, In fact, you were ju- just reminded me it was an interesting thing that I heard from Rav Yosef Adam Sham. It says in Yermia that the land that no man passed by and no man settled there. Now, when you think about that, that's nonsensical. If nobody ever passed by, how could a person settle there if nobody ever passed by? You got to first pass by in order to have somebody settle, so it's kind of superfluous to say if nobody passed, passed through this place that obviously nobody settled there. So what it's coming to tell you is an interesting halacha or an interesting idea. called that basically there's places that have been established from Adam in the entire world that are going to be habited and people are going to be living there and then places that are meant to be desolate from people and nobody's meant to live there and that's the way it is and that's what it means Adam, we're mentioning Adam it says no man passed through meaning Adam 
meaning Adam. Adam here does not mean people. It means Adam never established it as a makam, as a place of dwelling. Okay. So that was the Dvar Halacha. Another example. That's not an example of, he just talks about the mitzvah of Levaya, of, uh, of accompanying somebody on their, you know, to like sort of walk them part of the way. And it says how far he actually took them quite a distance as a show of respect. Brings us to the next thing. Somebody who daven should have intent for meaning channel his heart towards heaven. A hint to that idea is tachin libam, like give their heart the direction, and and hearken to their prayer. This is talking to God. Now Tanya this was Rabbi Kiva's system. When he would pray in public, he would quick keep his prayer brief, quick, and uh, and you know stop right, you know, like not 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 make it a very lengthy davening. Because after all, they're waiting him. Obviously, they're waiting for the great Rabbi Kiva to finish davening, and it can be a bit. Uh, you know, they're going to be waiting around. But when he'd be praying himself, he would be praying in one side, and he would finish his prayer in a completely different corner of the room. How did that happen? I'm not clear. Apparently he, um, whatever it is, but he was... It was a long-winded davening that he did on, in his private, in the privacy of his own home, and he, whatever, maybe his shuckling or something, his body was moving and ended up uh, in a different spot. Okay. God moved in himself. That's a possibility too. All right. So ideally, one should pray in a place that has windows. You might think that all day is prayer day. There's prayer time. Daniel Daniel clarified that actually there are set times for prayer. Three times a day. Now, Maybe that's only once he's sent to exile. He limited it to three times a day, but maybe before it was, while it was still in Eretz Yisrael, it was, it was uh, all the time. So the Gemara says, no. This is how he always uh, used to pray three times a day. You may think that every direction is a good direction. Neged Yerushalayim, that's why it says opposite Jerusalem. You might say, uh, oh, I know I have to pray three times a day, so let's, uh, I got some time now, so let's do all three in one shot, and then I'm good, for, good to go. Kavar Mufurish, Al Yudei David, David clarified, evening, morning, and afternoon, and that's what we should do. Now, Yachal Yashmi, you might think that one should pray out loud. We learned from Chana not to do that. Her voice was not 
it was not able to be heard. Now, maybe you should first ask what you want and then pray words of praise. So Gemara says, Shlomo established the, the order. First is Rina. So, and then Tvila. Rina is Tvila. That's just praise of God. Right and tefillah is a bakasha, and the prayer and the 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 tefillah is what you want from God. So in other words, don't ask right away. You have to first bring forth praises, and that's what we have in our amida. We have the first three blessings are blessings of praise. Um, um, Ain Omer, Omer. Next thing. Ain Omer davar acher anything. You don't say anything. Acher emesviatziv. Um, after MSV Yatsiv, no additions, meaning you go straight after that blessing of, of Gal Yisrael into your davening. After the davening, but once you've finished your Amida, you want to add on any amount that is perfectly <coughs> acceptable. Even though one is allowed to ask any request in the general blessing of Shemayat Tfilah, which is a generic type of blessing for all prayer. Nevertheless, the end of davening is also a, a perfectly appropriate time to throw in, like we already know, the blessings that the rabbis added on after the Amida, the El that we do, and there were many other player prayers that that were that different rabbis did, and that's the idea. Amar Ravam Nuna, Ravam Nuna teaches. Kama he says, Kama Hilchasa Gevrusa. What? Uh, how many amazing great laws? Mashma Mehani Can we derive from the verses describing the events of Chana and her prayer? Okay. So it's going to get into that story with Hannah, who when she didn't have any children, and she prayed for a son. And there's many details of halachos that are derived from this section. So first, Hannah is speaking to her heart. Now, that's the idea of having kavana, the importance of really having your heart engaged in your prayer. Number one, raksvaseh knows just her lips were moving. Mikan, what, what do you see from here? Mikan uh, The person should not eye daven, okay? Meaning just using their eyes and praying that way. They need to move their lips in their prayer, even if the sound is not being heard. That sound is not heard. One should not pray aloud that others can hear it. And that's another halacha that we learned. Eli assumed that he that she was drunk, because that's what she seemed. She was mumbling to herself, not hearing any sound, and she's talking, and her lips are moving. Mikan, this teaches us Allah as well. One who's drunk isn't forbidden from praying. and he told her, How long are you going to continue to drink? It's just not. It's 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 it's, it's not pasnish. It's not appropriate. Amir Belazar, so Belazar says, "What does this teach us?" Mikan the Rabbi Chaveru Davar She'eno Hagen. If you see somebody doing something inappropriate, 
you speak it out. You tell them. One is required to give rebuke. What did Chana answer? What did no, my master. Amr Ula, what does that mean? Vitema Rabbiyos Rabbiyos Amrle, what she's telling is this. Lo Adonato Bidavar Zeh. Florocha Kodesh or Alecha. Shato Choshdani Bidavar Zeh. You're not a master in this area. And furthermore, you're not, um, you're, you're, you do not have the divine presence resting on you in this area because you're suspecting me of something that's not true. Others say, what she was saying is this, Isn't there a divine presence? What do you, in other words, how come, where is the divine presence? Why are you jumping to conclusions that I have something negative and you didn't give me the benefit of the doubt? Did you not realize that I'm a woman who is suffering? And I didn't drink any wine. So, Amr Rabbi Lazar, what does Rabbi Lazar say from this halacha, this statement? We learn halacha. If somebody suspects you of something that you are innocent of, you have an obligation to clear yourself from, from, the, from the suspicion. And that's what, you would, that's what she was doing. And then she says, Do not Treat your maidservant as a basblial. Now, what does that mean? If a drunk person would pray, it's like idolatry because you're praying when you're drunk. It's like idolatry. Like Kiddush Club is basblial? Didn't say that at all. It's just pray. And, uh, but, but one <coughs> should not. That's making Kiddush. That's different. That's making Kiddush oh. and. Not in the show. And also not overdone. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If they can't walk a straight line when they come back, that's <laughs> then, for sure a problem. They shouldn't come back. <laughs> that is a big problem. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, and the word blial is a giveaway to idolatry. Just like over there, it's idolatry. So here's idolatry. So when Eli heard what Chana explained, so So he said, "Go in peace." So you need some. You need to appease that person because you suspected them incorrectly. Incorrectly. And not only that, one would need to give a blessing. God should give you your what you requested. So. That was, his, because he suspected her, you give a blessing, and that's the custom. Anytime you suspect somebody else, and it turns out to be wrong, you should bless them. So you go bless the whole Kiddush Club now? Yeah, well, that's a problem. Well, I don't know. You didn't, I don't know if you jumped any conclusions. Okay. You were asking <clears throat> a question. All right. You, you should buy them a year's worth of l'chaim. That's not what the rabbi said. <laughs> Bashness. That's how I understand. Bashness. <laughs> but t- okay. She made a vow and she said Hashem Tzvos. Now what does that mean? When, from the day God created the world, nobody ever referred to God with this terminology of Tzvos. Fascinating. She was the one who coined the phrase to describe God with Tzvos. Okay? Tzvos. 
What is she saying? Amrachana, right? Acha Bazakhana Bakarasu Tsvos. Why? Amrachana, Lufnan Kashbarko, Banshalala, Massive Universe. Mikal Tsivay Tsvos, Shabarasu Balamcha. You have uh, throngs of, of uh, uh, ministering angels giving you honor. Kasha Ben Echad, Shititinli Ben Echad. You can't well, find me uh, somewhere to provide for me a single son. Mashal Mat, every time you wonder what this is like, Lamelch Basar becomes like a king. Of flesh and blood. Shalza Suda Avadov made a major party for all his servants. Ba'ani Echad, one poor man comes, Ba'amad al Pesach, and comes to the doorway. Amalem, Tanuli Prusa, give me a piece of bread. Achas, little something. Alos Kicholov, and then they ignored him. Dachak Venechnes, he forced his way in. It's Lamak to the king. Amalei, Adonia Melech, master of the king. Mikal Suda Shasisa, this whole major meal that you're preserving to your sir, to your to, to your people. When you can't find me a crumb. So that's what she was saying to God. Is that what? I can't get a son? You have all these angels and everything in the world. like And uh, stars, constellations, and everything. And uh, a son you can't give me? Okay. Now, If you will surely see. What does that mean? What she was saying was this, Rebunshal Master of the Universe, if you see, awesome. Meaning, if you see fit that I should have a son, that's mutav, good. And if not, Tira, you will see. Meaning, I'm going to force your hand, God. How? I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and go alone, be alone with, uh, with a strange man, not my husband. Right? In front of Elkanah. Bali, my husband, but given to Mr. Tarna, Mashkali Mesota, he's going to suspect me of illicit relations, and I'm going to drink the Mesota, and I'm not going to be guilty. Piata also Tarasco Plaster, and it says very clearly that, you can, that your Torah will, that I will, that if I'm not guilty, I will get ah. a child. So, So the Gemara says, okay, that's. <laughs> Well, this is a little too That's easy. What's that? Simple. So no, this is a big problem. Okay, so melamechim. Um, okay. Um, um, so the question is, um, I mean, that, that basically she's going to force God's hand. That's what's going on here. So the Gemara says, That works according to the opinion that actually that's what will happen. And if she's a barren, then she'll be remembered and have a child. Shaper, then that would be a good proof. And that would be a good complaint, a good claim. It's not that it's going to, if you weren't having kids, it doesn't mean that you can have kids. It just means that if you were already anyway having kids, it's going to just be that much better. Meaning, if you used to be very difficult childbirth, now it's going to be an easier childbirth. Nikevos, you're only having girls, you'll have boys. Shchorim, they're ugly, they're going to be prettier. Tzarim, they're short. Yolad Saruchim would be tall. Okay, basically you're going to get better kids. That's but now no no kids when you're can have kids. Now Michael, remember what are you going to say then? The Tanya and this is the dispute. The Brisa brings down. What does that mean? says indeed that's what it means. That if you're not going to if you were a barren woman now you will have kids. Amalei Rebbe Kiva says that can't be good. 
Because in Canaan, if that would be the case, Yelchu Kalakaros, all the barren women are going to go Kulon Vistatru. They're going to force God's hand, and it can't be that that's that easy of a trick. They could just go ahead and do this. And if she wasn't guilty, she's going to not be remembered and have kids. It's not you know like it can't be such a simple solution. So therefore, says Rabbi Kiva, Lo Malamid, Shemaisu, you led this bitzar, you led this berevach, right? There's the ketzarim, you led zaruchim, shcharim, you led zlevanim, echod, you led the shneim. You only had single kid, so now she's gonna have twins. So my so then what are you gonna say according to Rabbi Kiva's version, who basically doesn't guarantee? So what is the double expression? My imrotira. Nothing. It's just the way people talk. It's not meant to indicate anything. Okay. All right. What is that? So three times it's mentioning uh, the Amascha. So what's the deal with that? So, what are these three maidservant expressions coming to show, show us, to teach us? Amra Khan Alufnakajbarhu, this is Khana saying before God, Rabbanshala Mess of the universe. Shlosha Bidke Misa Brasabisha. There are three tests of death that women have. Basically, if they're not careful in these mitzvahs, they could die in childbirth. But Amrila Shlosha Divke Misa. Form a similar idea. And what are they? Veluhain Nida. One is Nida, Vikala, Vadlakasanir. Nida Khala and Adlakasanir. Kloma Varti Alakhsman. I'm careful in all these. So in other words, what she's preempting is that maybe you'll say that since I wasn't careful in these mitzvahs, um, if the re- you're like, as a protection, you don't want me to get pregnant so that I'll die in childbirth. But what do you mean? I'm very careful in all these mitzvahs. In fact, uh, Chazal say that the name Chana is actually understood to be referring to that. Ches is Chala, which is the first Chala. The nun is nita, and the hay is hadlakas nero. So that's connecting to all three of these mitzvahs. Okay, that are special for women. Okay. So next, v'nasata lamoscha zera anoshim. I want zera anoshim. What does that even mean? Okay. So my zera anoshim, amarav, amarav, gavra biguvrin. I want. A man amongst men. Okay, so. Zera Anashim. Okay, Zera Anashim means a man amongst men. Okay, so we'll see what that. Okay. Um, so, Ushmul Amar Zera She Moshech Shne Anashim. It's no, a man that will anoint two men, meaning he will be the Navi who will be anointing two men. Amaninun Shol Vidavid. That's the case that Shmuel was the one who anointed Shol to be king and David to be king. No, a man who is equal to two men. Who are they? Because Shmuel is compared to both Moshe and Aaron. Moshe and Aaron Shmuel No, what he was what she was asking for is I want an average man. One that'll be somewhere in the middle, not standy outy in any way. It's not too tall, not too short, not too skinny, not too weak, not too strong, not too smart, not too stupid. Just 
smack in the middle, or average, or slightly above. Okay, whatever. Everyone's above. Slightly above <clears throat> average. Okay. Um, Rashi explains. Interesting. What's wrong with being too smart? I mean, why is that a bad thing? So Rashi brings down that then it attracts attention and it creates an evil eye, which is interesting. So, she'd rather have kids that are a kid who's under the radar, not, not attracting too much attention. Okay. This is the, when she came back after having given birth to Shmuel, she came back now to Eli and said, I am the woman who stood with you here. Okay, so Amr Rabbi Levi Mikan teaches us also Allah because it's implying I stood with you, meaning when I was standing in Tvila, you, Eli, stood up also because it's not right to sit down when somebody next to you is davening. Elanara says, Palalti, this is the child I prayed for. Amr Abelazar Shmuel, Mora Shmuel was actually ruled an area of law in front of Eli. They slaughtered the, the bull and they brought the nar to Eli. What happened? What does that one have to do with the other? Ella. Rather, it's saying like this Find a coin, go bring a coin that he should shacht. Because we want a coin to do the shechita for the korban. Chazanu Shmuel, Shmuel saw that, they're trying to find the coin, the Mishka, to do the Shechita. So he told them, What do you need a coin for? The Mishka, to do the Shechita, Shechita Bezog you don't need to be a coin to do the Shechita for a Korban. Anyone can do the Shechita. Okay? Um, so what happened? I saw, so they said, like, really? I saw the Kamei Eli. They brought him in front of Eli. Amr had you know that that's true? That you don't need to be a coin for Shechita? Amr so he said, Miksiv v'shachar ha-koin v'yakrivo ha-koin It doesn't say v'shachar ha-koin, that the coin does the Shechita. V'yakrivo ha-koin It only says, it just says v'shachat, and then it says v'yakrivo ha-koin What does that mean? V'kabal ha-veilich, only from the time of, from the, Job of catching the blood requires kohanim, not before that. So really, when he heard this from Shmuel, he said, Yeah, he's saying very good explanation of the text, but you still ruled in front of your teacher, which is, you deserved death to die for that. So As Yachana Bakotsavcha So Khana came and cried, Kameh Kame in front of him, Aniyah Isha Nitzavasim Khabazah, I am the woman that stood with you in this. And Amr Lay, so he said, he said to Khana, Shavkili Deanchi, let me punish him. Don't worry, I'll Davin Vyablach um Rabimine, I'll get you a better son. Even, you know, Alamilus. He'll be handsome, he'll be stronger, whatever, everything. It'll be middle of the middle. It'll be better than better. Obviously, she didn't get what she davened for, he was too smart. Yeah, right. so. um, <laughs> no, I, well, I davened for this, for, this, for this son. This is the one I davened for, and that's why I want him. I don't want any, any alternate. So, my Chabrusa told me, and I thought it was a beautiful thought. 
is that she wanted the son who was the product of her prayer. She wasn't interested in a son that was uh, from the rabbi davening. She was the one who davened for him. So that's why she was, that's what she wanted. Now, Vachana Himidabers Aliba Chana spoke to her heart. Um, she spoke regarding her heart. Amr of she said, Master, Rebunshal, Master of the Universe, There's nothing that you created in a woman that was for a waist. In I'm Liros, eyes women have to see. Ears to hear. Chotem Lariach, nose to smell. mouth to speak. Yedaim Lassos, Ben Malacha, hands to do activities. Feet to walk. The daim lanik ben. What are the breasts for? To nurse. The daim alalu shenasata alibi. What these breasts that you put on my chest? Lama lo lama. What are they there for? Lo lahanik ben. It's obviously to nurse a child. Not doing anything. Tainli ben lahanik ben. So that was that was her argument, and that was what she was saying. That's a good argument. It's beautiful, right? Okay. Amar. Let's continue. Amar Abelazar Mishum Rabbi Yosef ben Zimra Kol Yosef b'Tainis. It will break a decree of 70 years by fasting on Shabbos. If, um, however, but you have to pay, be punished for having transgressed the joy of Shabbos. So what do you need to do? You need to fast for having fasted. But again, we don't really fast on Shabbos unless it's something that's imminent, like um, a bad, a bad, a bad, a very bad dream, right? Or Yom Kippur. Now, Amar Rabbelazar, Chana Tichat Varm Klape Maila. Rabbelazar says that Chana was spoke very strongly to God. Shenem Bispala Al Hashem Melamid Shetichat Varm Klape Maila. Amar Rabbelazar Eliyahu Tichat Varm Klape Maila. He also spoke very harshly to God. You turn their heart backwards, meaning it's your fault, God, that the people are sinning. How do you know God even you know, said to Elio, you know what? You're right. It's my fault. Okay? I was bad, meaning I was the one who put in such a powerful Yetzirah to bring them to bad behavior. And that's on me. So that's the idea. Anyway, this is where we're stopping. Shkaya, to be shkaya. continued. Shkaya.